Hello, my name is Scott Bradley and this is the Scott Score Podcast and as always I'm joined by Ben Baker. Ben, how are we? Uh, I'm good, thanks Scott. How are you? I'm not too bad, mate. I'm not too bad. So, what do you want to kick off with first? Should we just dive right into it? The, the elephant oh, in the room? Right into the old firm. It's been a long time coming. It has indeed, mate. It has indeed. And uh, I owe you £5. Pounds. So, I owe you £5. Pounds. Yeah, I know that. Don't worry, I will not forget. Aye, so basically, it was a real sore one. It's a real sore one, so it was for Rangers fans especially. Um, Rangers started off very brightly. Um, uh, Josh Windass scored a terrific goal. Then right after Windass scored that terrific goal, he vanished. He went invisible. And he just didn't contribute anything else to the game after that, uh, he scored that goal. <clears throat> and what an act. It was a sore one, mate. It was at Rangers bottled it. Completely bottled it. And Rangers looked like the team that's playing with 10 men. My first point is going to be, I mean, it was a terrific game. Like, from a neutral standpoint, I bet you everybody sort of loved watching it because it was a good spectacle. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. For a neutral, it was a very, very entertaining I game. Just Rangers fans, I mean, if I, if I was a Celtic fan, despite... If, it, if the tables were turned um, and it was Rangers who were better than Celtic, still as a Celtic fan, I'd be so angry at Rangers' performance because... Despite being at home, despite going ahead twice, despite saying over getting a red card, uh, he's just. I mean, the game was just was too even for a start. I mean, those are stats you would expect from you know eleven versus eleven. Uh, I just don't understand. Rangers just were not good enough. Celtic showed why they were champions by ultimately prevailing. Um, and showed that there's still there's still a big gap in quality between Rangers and Celtic. Because honestly, mate, see overall, I didn't think Rangers were all that bad. Uh, first half, I thought Rangers Rangers were the better team, and it, second second half, we started off fairly well, and then see when the red card happened. When the red card happened, what? You should have been the better team in the second half. Absolutely, yeah. But see, as soon as the red card happened, Rangers players, all oh, the Rangers players, just completely bottled it, and they were they couldn't handle the pressure. Uh, the Rangers were scared. They were. They didn't know what to do. Celtic were well equipped. They dealt with the situation very, very well, and it was a terrific goal from Edward. It was, and yeah, it, it was horrible defending, though terrible defending. Um, Rangers defence. In fact, I would say one thing Rangers and Celtic at this moment in time have in common is they both have really bad defences, and Fabio Cardozo. He, he, I cannot believe he has some some defenders out there. He was atrocious, especially for the second goal and the third goal. Horrendous defending for the second goal. It was abysmal. How he, he, he let Mr. Dembele bully him. It was disgraceful. Uh, it was uh, utterly was, disgraceful. You know, I was happy to see Mr. Dembele actually getting a score sheet. Cause I was saying, you know, in the prior podcast that he's been in, you know, he's been finding a wee bit of form, you know, in... Um, it was quiet that entire first half. It was really, really quiet. But then he just pulls that goal out of nowhere. And that's what you want for your striker. You know, if he, if he is having a quiet game, as long as he can get that edge and just get that wee goal and he's done his job. So I was I was, dead, I was impressed to see him score. And my, bet, well, my prediction came true when he scored that as well because Roger had already scored as well. But um, I thought that was still a good goal. Uh, take nothing away from Dembele. 
He's, but he's, I'll, I'll say this right now, right? Um, yeah, it was a good goal, but it was far too easy. It was far, far too easy. See, if David Bates was on, I don't think Dembele would have scored that. See, because Fabio Cardozo is a terrible, terrible defender. That's it. That, I'm going to say that's the sole reason why he scored that, 100%. Uh, and it was a slow one uh, with David Bates getting an injury uh, when Ro- uh, Rogic scored the first goal. It was a terrific strike. I still feel as though Fodrum should have done better there. And that was a sole one for Rangers with Bates coming off. Uh, Alves has been a really, really big disappointment. Really big disappointment. So he has. He came in with a lot of fanfare, uh, as expected, because on paper the guy's got pedigree. He's had a terrific career. I was expecting a lot from uh, Bruno Alves, and he was a massive letdown. He's been a terrible signing. I would get rid of him in the summer. Um, I, honestly, Morales, right, we're coming to big Alfredo Morales, right? Let's cut to cut to the chase. That was uh, a terrible miss. How did he miss that? A yard out. That was really, really bad. He's another player. Like, sort of seems to come up quite often on the podcast, and we say how good he is, and he's got a lot to learn, and he's young, and he's, he's scoring goals. But the chance he's actually getting known for the chances he misses instead of the chances he takes. And for a striker who's starting week in week out for any side of the old firm, he should be scoring more goals than what he does. It's, Chances that boy misses are incredible. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It. I do not know how he's missed that goal. I was harder to miss. How he's missed that chance, even unbelievable. Was so much harder to miss. You know, it was just absolutely unbelievable. I was obviously very happy he missed it, but I just couldn't believe my eyes really when you know it was even then just fans celebrating because there was no way he could miss when the ball just felt his feet. Yeah, I thought it went in, mate. I thought it went in. See, mate, see Morales, honestly, right, see Morales, overall, right, especially in the first half, I thought he had a really good game in the first half, let's be honest, let's be brutally honest, right, Morales was bullying the Celtics two centre-halves for the, like, he was bullying guys that are twice the weight off him, and twice uh, the height off him, Morales was linking up play well, and say, say what you want about Morales, right, the guy is extremely strong for his height, he is really, really strong, and he was having a great first half, and I was saying at half time, right, right, if Morales goes off the boil, right, in the first 10, 15 minutes, get him off and bring on Jason Cummings. So, you see, as soon as the red card happened, that is when I would have brought on Jason Cummings, and we didn't do that. That game was crying out for Jason Cummings, and then we brought him on far too late. And when Cummings came on, he was full of energy, he was determined, he, was, he, he had a point to prove. We should have brought him on earlier on. That, when the red card happened, that's when Jason Cummings should have came on. And, yeah, quite frankly, Rangers bottled it. We will not get a better chance than that. And you know you know me, Ben, I never once said Rangers uh, could win the league. I never once said that. I said if Rangers beat Celtic, Rangers have a... Uh, the, 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 the title challenge will be on. A legit title challenge will be on the cards. And that was our only chance. Uh, if we drew that, that's I don't think that would have been enough. That was a must-win game. And Rangers failed to win it, which was a real sore one. And after the game, I was it was a real kick in the teeth. It was horrible. It was really deflating. And because Rangers put so much into that game, and as I said, I don't think overall Rangers played all that bad. Rangers just bottled it. Rangers 
didn't show any character, especially when the red card happened. When the red card happened, and what a chance! What a chance it was. I mean, to, to go back to the red card, like I've never in my time as a Celtic fan, something out of the main. Well, I, I can't remember in my time as watching football as a Celtic fan, seeing a team that either Celtic or any other team I'm watching get a player sent off. Now, nine times out of ten, the manager will change the tactics to take off a midfielder or put on an extra defender or he'll change the formation. I've never seen a manager put on an extra striker, you know, uh, instead of, you know, opposite, like, instead of putting a defender on or whatever, or an extra midfielder. But he put on an extra striker, he put Edward beside Dembele. Dembele played a beautiful ball through, by the way, for Edward, so that good finish. But, but I, like, Brendan Rodgers' tactics is what I'm getting at, what were really, really good as well because that's an away game we've been behind twice, as I said, 10 men. He's put on an extra striker. When have you ever seen that before? You know, and it, it, it worked because, you know, Came away with three points, so see physically, really see physically, Celtic are just so much bigger than Rangers are. When I was watching the game, I was like, my God, these Celtic players are just they're massive compared uh, to the Rangers players. Rangers really need to get like physically like bigger players. They, we really do, um, because that's where Celtic are really thriving in at this moment in time. Um, but Fabio Cardoso, going back to him though. For the two goals, terrible, terrible defending, and I hope I never see that guy in a Rangers jersey, uh, and that's the reason why he's the fourth, the fourth choice centre half, abysmal, yeah. utterly abysmal. So I honestly, see the team that we put out there, I thought it was a, the correct team. That's the team I think I would have started with. I felt it was oh, Graham Murty. I really don't blame Graham Murty overall for that defeat. Uh, maybe I would. The only criticism I would give Graham Murty uh, for that game was that he never brought on Cummings earlier. He should have brought on Jason Cummings earlier on. But yeah, Murty, I think he got his tactics spot on, got the team spot on. So I can't really fault him for that. But apart from the fact that he should have brought Cummings uh, on as soon as the sending off happened. So. Yeah, it was a sore one. It was a sore one, but for the neutral, a very, very entertaining game for sure. Um, Definitely. Oh, Boyata though. <laughs> Boyata. Oh, what a bomb scare! I mean, that was absolutely pathetic. Some people were like, you know, oh, he's just came back from a long term injury or whatever. But there's no way, like, there's no excuses for how bad he just did not turn up to the game at all. He never turned up to the game at all. It was very, 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 very poor for a professional footballer. There's no excuses for his performance. It was pathetic. Well, lucky it was one with a defender playing the way he played, because it never it wasn't the first half, and he came he came out after the manager of the world in the second half. Or you know he got his act together when Simon was get sent off. He was poor from the first whistle to the last whistle. He just never found. And last weekend then against Motherwell, it was poor again. So. Oh, yeah, I was He's terrible, yeah. As I was saying earlier on, mate, one thing Rangers and Celtic have in common at this moment in time uh, within their squads is that both of the fences are utterly terrible. Like, really poor. And uh, what did you make of Scott Bain's performance? Uh, that was a big ass for him, if I'm being honest. Like, uh, yeah, I think he found out at like, 8 o'clock in the morning, right? You're starting old fun today, to freeze his uh, hut or whatever it was. And uh, that was a big ass for him, mate, it was, to be fair. Considering the circumstances, I mean, it, it was pretty impressive. A couple of good saves. Done really poor for the second goal, though. The game. Uh, you should have done so. I mean, yeah. the Wills came right across at the goal, you know, and there was two Celtic players, well, 
Yeah, I thought Sean Goss, I, you know, I've been praising Sean Goss quite a bit on the pod, mate. Well, I thought Sean Goss was, he was disappointing. I, th- I, I think um, the occasion got to him and he was like, oh my God, this the magnitude of this game is was not what I was expecting. Uh, he was he was disappointing, uh, so he was. But yeah, as I opened up the podcast there when I was talking about Josh Windass, it's the same old thing with him, right? The guy will get goals. Right, and he's he's improved under Graham Murray, that is for sure. But he gets goals and he scores them, right? But then after that he won't do anything. And recently he's been scoring goals at the most irrelevant points when we're winning like three or four now. And it looked like it looked, don't get me wrong, right? See see when he was running through and I was like, right, he's gonna bury this and he scored it and I'm like, Yeah, terrific goal, yeah, fantastic goal, but vanished after that. So and as we as we move on to Rangers Kilmarnock game here, and um, this will further back up my point. But yeah, when that's great goal, but he vanished after that. So yeah, it was a very entertaining game for sure. It all fun. Um, but the title challenge is done now. That's it. There's no title challenge. Celtic are going to go on and win the league, and uh, Celtic won the league uh, that day when they beat Rangers three two. Celtic won the league that day. So let's move on to Kilmarnock and Rangers. Kilmarnock beat uh, Rangers one 0 at the weekend there at Ibrox, and what, <laughs> where did I start? That was really, really poor, like, honestly, terrible. As I thought, you know what, going into this game, Rangers players will be up for it, they'll respond, uh, they'll be fired up, they'll have, they have a point to prove after that, uh, so one, that so defeat against Celtic, and my God, was I wrong. Utterly terrible, utterly terrible. Come on, credit where it's due, very, very well organised, very well-drilled side. Rangers really struggle to break them down. Steve Clark, unbelievable. He just, what a season he's having at Kilmarnock. It's yes, his tactics so right. Yep, exactly. Uh, it and made Rangers look so boring because we weren't getting the clean-cut chances really. Anyway, I was impressed with what I seen at Kilmarnock, but I was really unimpressed with Rangers because it was just such yeah, a it was terrible. Yeah, but it was very, very flat. And seven defeats at home. That is shocking. Seven defeats at home. Unacceptable. And see, see, um, Rangers, they lacked creativity, imagination. It, it looked like Rangers did not have a, a game plan. Kamarnock had a game plan. And Jason Cummings, oh, everyone's going to be like, oh, Scott, oh, you're such a Jason Cummings fanboy. But I'm going to make a, a very valid point here, I think. See Jason Cummings on uh, Saturday. I felt sorry for him because obviously he's not been given a fair chance. He's not been given a good run of games to start in. And he was starting against a Kilmarnock side that have been on terrific form. And Kilmarnock kept him quiet. As soon as Jason Cummings got the ball, the, the Kilmarnock uh, players just closed him down and they kept him quiet. And Cummings really struggled. He didn't get a lot of service as well. He was trying his heart out, he was, but he wasn't getting any real productive service and Kamarna had a game plan to keep him quiet so that he could, Jason Cummings could not have started in a worse game than that because Kamarna on form and they're very very hard to break down as well so but yeah honestly everyone in that uh, like honestly there's no pass marks really for anybody else like there's no in fact there's no pass marks I'm being honest everyone was 
really disappointing. It was such a really flat performance and I did not see Rangers at all scoring. When Kilmarnock scored, I went, right, that's it. The best we're going to get out of this, if we're lucky, would be a point. And credit where it's true, Kilmarnock, outstanding on the day. Chris Boyd, seven goals against Rangers. Chris Boyd scored more goals against Rangers than he had Celtic. So what does that tell you, I know. And uh, just, honestly, I just cannot get over how bad that was. Completely indefensible. Just utterly embarrassing. And Rangers could have been there till about 12 o'clock that night and Rangers probably still wouldn't have scored. The only time we take, Rangers came uh, really close to scoring was with Russell Martin. That was it. <laughs> with a defender, yeah. With, with, with uh, his two headers. So. Yeah, ultimately, though, come on, it was a good performance. Yeah, Rangers just so flat. I don't know what it is about Ibrooks. I mean, the sports team are saying is it the pressure of the fans or what, what is it? But I don't know. If I, I can't put my finger on it, mate. I don't know what it is. I think it's maybe pressure. Um, yeah, like, I don't know what it is. When Rangers, it's like when see when Rangers concede and Rangers uh, go behind, the fans all moan and they getting the players back and I don't think the, some of the players in that team have the mentality to deal with that kind of stuff you know I don't think they do um, and as I was saying about Josh Windus I, I know I keep ranting about him but it's so so frustrating where was he on Saturday where was he really poor and I'm happy Graham Murty uh, had the balls to take him off I'm really happy because Graham Murray's always been obviously been a big advocate of Josh Windus and he obviously he's improved under uh, Josh Windus improved under Graham Murty but my god it is, he is so frustrating scores goals but he vanishes far too much in games and do I, do I honestly think Josh Windus is Rangers class? No I do not I do not not at all of course, yeah. Of course, people disagree. Yeah, and he vanished on Saturday. Well, he didn't even he didn't even start. I mean, like he didn't even like play well at all on Saturday. He was just, in fact, yeah, he was he completely non-existent throughout that whole game. Yeah, he was non-existent against Kilmarnock. And uh, Morales came on, and uh, my God, right, I'm I'm still defending Morales. It was such a bad miss against Celtic, but the guy has talent. The guy is the guy can score goals. But he's just so frustrating as well. Scores goals, but he just misses absolute sitters. He'll miss about three or four chances, but he'll score one. I, I'm still a big advocate of Morales. I do, uh, I, honestly, and he's just he's very he's complicated. That's what that's the best way to sum up Alfredo Morales. He's very complicated, so he is. But yeah, I still I'm going to defend him to the hill. And the guy he's had a good season. And I don't think his season should be, like, covered over that one miss. But uh, sadly, it looks like it's going to be. I and agree. season shouldn't be defined by the chances he's missed. It should be, I mean, he's still, what, joint top goal scorer, maybe? Yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, his season shouldn't be defined by the chances he's missed and instead, you know, the goals that he's scored. But the bottom line is, Scott, and you, you can agree, there's... He should be taking more chances than he is. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, mate. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's so frustrating about him. He's missed, like, two or three absolutely shocking setters this season. Um, but he's just... Uh, yeah, it, the guy's short of confidence right now, and who wouldn't be after a miss like that, you know? Who would not be? Um, so, yeah, that, that was a real kick in the teeth, that one. Yet another 
poor result at home under Graham Murray uh, this season. Um, so, where do the Rangers go for here? Um, Graham Murray, should he get the job? No, he should not. I don't think Graham Murray should get the job. Uh, he should definitely get it. <coughs> he, should, he shouldn't do anything until, uh, until the end of the season. He should definitely keep it until the end of the season. That um, That's for sure. We should not get rid of him. Because I've seen uh, some Rangers fans saying, oh, I don't think Murty should last until the end of the season. Yeah, I think he should. Right, No point changing anything right now. I feel as though Murty and his role, he's done fine. Um, but is, could, could, uh, could Graham Murty be a good manager, like a real top quality manager one day? Possibly. Right now, no. Um, do you know who I would go for? I would actually go for in the summer, mate. What? Above Aberdeen until the end of the season, then I think he probably should get the job. Aberdeen are what two points behind with a game in hand. Uh, so Aberdeen are right, right up your backside. So if he does finish above Aberdeen, that's a you know that's a good Aberdeen side. An Aberdeen side that beat has been really struggling for form though. Because Rangers, Rangers season right outside the outside the cup competitions is defined by finishing above Aberdeen. But I still think we'll get that. We we still will get that. I think. I firmly believe we still will get that. I mean, you still might finish above Aberdeen, right? Despite our game in hand, right? You might finish above Aberdeen, I don't know. I mean, Aberdeen's form's been a bit... It's far too patchy. It's far too patchy. And see, when you look at that game against Dundee, mate, when you look at that game against Dundee, they were they weren't all that, and they're playing against a very poor Dundee side as well, who's been really, and they've been really struggling. So, honestly, I still think we've got enough to finish above Aberdeen, you know? Well, there's there's better options out there, mate. What your ambitions going to be? What Rangers manager or what manager do you think can can help Rangers win? Oh, this is what I was coming to, right? This is what I was coming to. Steve Clark, Steve Clark needs to be the next Rangers manager, one hundred percent. He needs to be the next guy, and here's my reasons why we need to go for Steve Clark, right? He is a proper coach, right? He took West Brom to the highest ever finish in the EPL. Highest ever finish, right? And he worked under Jose Mourinho um, for 10 plus years. Look at the contacts that he'll have, right? Look at the, the, the players he's brought to Kilmarnock, like Malumbo, right? He was playing the, the EPL two seasons ago, and he's been terrific uh, for Kilmarnock. So, Steve Clark, he's the type of guy that will build a team for the next decade. He will be our go-to guy. He will be the guy, uh, in my opinion... That could stop 10 in a row. I firmly believe that one as well. And see Steve Clark, right? If we come in for him, of course he's going to jump in that. Of course he'll take on the Rangers what job. About, what about, I mean, what are Rangers fans wanted? Um, what about Jose Mourinho? Yeah, well, Dean Bowles. <laughs> to get the job because he's good form and getting to the cup finals last season. I've, I've always wanted McKinnon. Well, see, before I always wanted McKinnon. To get the job and then it's a bad form and then Well, no, it's just re- no, it's just recently though when you just when you just look at how poor Aberdeen have been doing that well this season, like compared to last, and then when you see McInnes in big games, you're like, what's going on there? Like, that's not good. And I've wanted, like, as everyone knows, 
I like I've wanted McKinnis for the last two or three years. I, I like I really did want him, but obviously we didn't get him. But when I'm looking who's out there right now, Steve Clark ticks all the boxes. As I was saying, he is our go-to guy. He will be the guy that can take Rangers Football Club forward. And even if Graham Murty, right, finishes second and wins the Scottish Cup, in my opinion, right, there's better options out there than Graham Murty. There is, and Steve Clark needs to be the guy. I know it's harsh, right? I know it is harsh, with, uh, if, even if he wins the Scottish Cup and finishes second. In my opinion, if we can get Steve Clark, which we can, I would go for Steve Clark instead of Graham Murty, even if Murty wins a cup and we finish second. It's a bold statement, but that's who we need to go for at all costs. No, I, I, I don't disagree. Sorry, sorry, I don't know what happened there. I might have cut out there. But yeah, um, Steve Clark needs to be the guy at all costs we need to go for. Yeah. And you, you said yeah. there uh, you don't disagree? Yeah, I don't Just think, mate. Think about this one, right? You know how uh, Pedro Casinha had ten million pounds to spend in the summer, right? Can you th- what do you think Steve Clark would spend that ten million pound on? Yeah, he would spend it on top quality players, and he, the guy is a, a coach. He is just oh, honestly, I cannot stop raving about him. I even said a few months ago, uh, I think before we appointed Murthy uh, until the end of the season, I'm like Steve Clark. Staring us right in, right in the face, go for him. But yeah, so a uh, really poor performance, and uh, Celtic will go on and win the league, and it pains me to say that, but um, it's obvious. So yeah, so let's say uh, we'll move on from that. Um, geez, oh, 25 minutes talking about Rangers. Um, Joey Barton, <laughs> I'm going to stay in the topic of Rangers slightly. Um, Joey Barton made some comments on Top Sport. Um, during the week, he um, had a big response from uh, Scottish football fans, and he basically said the standard of football there, uh, standard of football in Scotland is pathetic, and he, he said Scott Brown's not a full shilling, so it sparked quite a debate, uh, so it has, and Joey Barton has been getting slaughtered, so he has, um, so Ben, what's your thoughts on Joey Barton's comments, calling Scottish Joey football Barton pathetic? No, oh, just one. Yeah. Just, just one old one. Scotland for how long? Captain of Celtic won so many trophies. Came up through Scottish football. 
Barton's a non-starter. But you see, see what you said there though about Scott Brown being the obviously the Scotland captain, right? Think about it. See if Scott Brown was English, do you think he would get an England side? I don't think he would. But you see Joey Barton though, if he was Scottish, I think he would be in the Scotland side. If Joey Bar, eh, no Joey Barton. If if Scott Brown was in England, right, he would be playing at the top end of the Championship, or he'd be like playing my team that would be fighting relegation. I'd, there's no way he'll be playing my team in the top ten. Right now, aye, but in the last couple of years, Scott Brown's been. I mean, Rangers fans don't like Scott Brown. We don't. We don't need to deny that and beat around the bush. Rangers fans don't like him and will be biased towards him. In my opinion, pretty much ninety percent of the time, the like, guy is. Raw talent. He's a brilliant player. He wasn't the captain of Celtic in Scotland for nothing. All right. He's not led led us to how many in a row as well as being captain. The guy's a brilliant football player, and in his prime, you know, in the last few years, and maybe not this year. Where and when he's had a few seasons where he's had long-term injuries and whatever. But Scott Brown on his day is a brilliant player, and he, you know, he would probably get an England team on his day. But mate, two seasons ago though, two seasons ago, Celtic fans were calling for Scott Brown to retire. Remember that when remember that semi final Rangers uh, beat you in, and right after that game, Celtic fans were saying Brown's done, Brown's done, he needs to go. And uh, Andy Haldy that day, right? I think Andy Haldy's a really terrible footballer, but that day Andy Haldy had Scott Brown in his back pocket, and that season overall, Scott Brown had a shocking season, and as I was saying, Celtic fans were like. Get him out, he's done. Even Scott Brown himself, I watched an interview with him, uh, I think it was last season, and he was saying, and in the 2015 16 season, he was like, I think I'm finished. Um, I just don't feel myself. And then obviously, he's, the season after that, uh, 2016 17 season, he kicked on and had a good season. Um, but yeah, obviously, he's had a talented career, he's had a good career, there's no denying that. He's but been a, He's been a brilliant captain since. Yeah, but I really wasn't really involved with his decision to retire for Scotland. We all seen it coming, I think, and then he can focus on maybe his last year or two at Celtic. That'd be a bit extra, and he's got that recovery time. But yeah, I, I just I don't know. He just he is a brilliant. Um, brilliant. So uh, going back to Joey Barton, um, I like Joey Barton. I do. Um, I think he's a very. <laughs> I think a lot of people disagree, but I find him. I think he's quite. Uh, uh, articulate, uh, intelligent guy. Um, I, I enjoy listening to him. Um, I've, as you know, I've got his book, and then remember me and you made that we switch for the book. You gave me the Donald Trump book, and I was like, "You want, you want the Joey Barton book, mate?" You're like, "Nah, I think I'll pass that one, my man." <laughs> right, I'll pass that one, mate. So, um, yeah, I like Joey Barton. I do. Um, I think um, he is actually a good footballer. Um, I do, but and I still think uh, in Scotland he got a raw deal uh, because. Mark Warburton uh, was not able to. I don't think Mark Warburton had the man management skills to handle a character like Joey Barton, because Joey Barton, as you know, he's very confrontational, he's very outspoken, speaks his mind, and Mark Warburton cannot deal with a type of character like that. And Warburton knew what he was getting when he was sending Joey Barton, and Warburton, uh, Warburton could not deal with that because Joey Barton, he, the guy, 
he wants to win, he's a winner, right? And when you look, see guys like Harry Redknapp and Sean Dyke, uh, Sean Dyche, sorry, Sean Dyche, people like them, they can handle Joey Barton, right? But Mark Warburton ca- uh, cannot handle him. So, in my opinion, I feel as though uh, he got a raw deal up here. He did, and uh, yeah, I do like Joey Barton. I firmly believe could have been a good player for Rangers, but obviously got cut short because Warburton couldn't handle him. That's my opinion. I mean, were you really impressed at all by what you seen of him? Um, I see in the second episode of Scott score, uh, I laid out my whole defence for Joey Barton because see the system he was playing in, right? We played a four three three, right? Um, and Joey Bart, uh, Joey Barton was not accustomed to that kind of system, right? And he can just tell he was really struggling in it. Uh, and the thing is, is though as well, see the previous season with Burnley. Joey Barton got player of the year, right, and he helped Burnley get promotion, and he was playing in a 4-4-2 with Burnley, and that uh, system really suited him, but in that 4-3-3 system, you can tell he was he was struggling in it, he was, and if, if you give it to see if Joey Barton was given time, I think he could have been a top player for Rangers, I do, he just was not given a, a well, obviously he had about five games or something like that. But I still think he should have been given time, and Warburton could not handle him. And if it was like Sean Dyche or uh, Harry Redknapp, look at those two guys; they could handle Joey Barton. Um, he, he Joey Barton helped uh, Harry Redknapp and Sean Dyche get promotions uh, to the Premier League. So Joey Barton, he's had a good career, I think he has. Um, but his comments that in which he made about Scottish football, we can just tell the guy is. He's bitter. Like he is still bitter of uh, how it didn't work for him at Rangers, how it didn't work out for him at Rangers. And you just tell it's written. All, it's just written all over him. I mean, just the way he's, the comments that he's making, it's eating away at him. It's still it's eating away at him because he well, that like, Rangers was the biggest club. Rangers was the biggest club that it's the, Rangers, it's the biggest club he'll ever play for. And he even said that it's the biggest club I'll ever play for. And it got cut short, and of course that that would be eating away at anybody. And obviously he gave it the big one. He was talking in uh, a lot of trash about Scott Brown. He was saying a lot of stuff, and he was very confident about his ability and how he was going to deal with Scott Brown. And obviously that didn't happen. But in that old firm game, though, he was really poor. But who wasn't, you know? But yeah, Joey Barton. I feel as though he was. He's just winding people up, and he is still bitter about how it ended for him at Rangers. So, uh, anything else you want to add on old Joseph Barton? Nah, try to move on. <laughs> I feel as though, mate, I'm like the only guy that likes Joey Barton. I don't understand. Mate, the comments, he makes his comments to keep, him, to keep himself in the in the spotlight, and I just don't understand it. Like, it's not like he's, he's in the SP, he's like, he's, he's Scottish, and, you know, I don't know. Maybe if he, if he was Scottish and he never got picked to the Scottish team, he could make comments, oh, I'm better than him, or that league's terrible, and I'm in this league, or whatever. But, I mean, he's so irrelevant to our game. Why is he trying to keep himself relevant? Well, he's a, he's a colourful character, but... Um his comments on Scottish football, just in my opinion, overall, just it, it comes across very bitter. Um, and, I, and, I, and in fact, I don't blame him for being bitter because uh, if, if that was me, I, th- I don't think I'll be too, I'll be speaking too kind about Scottish football. For me, honestly, but yeah, but it just shows you it was weird, mate. Like when, right, see when he left Scotland, went down to Burnley, 
he, he scored his, his debut his re-debut with Burnley again like his first game back at Burnley he scored and then he was doing well with him like it's very one weird what mate? Yeah, I think it is that is that only scored one goal for Burnley, eh? Aye. But he was uh, he's not a very uh, what's his face? I Barton he's just not a he's not a goal scorer to be fair to him, but I'm gonna get a lot of criticism uh, I'm gonna get a lot of criticism here uh, for defending Big Joey, but um hey ho. So uh, we'll move on. And we'll speak, we'll speak a little bit about the in my derby. Still haven't had a chance to speak about that. Hibs absolutely battered them, mate, didn't they? Absolutely yeah, battered hearts. Yeah. Natural yeah. order. Yeah, absolutely. Watching that, actually. Like, well, watching Hibs. I yeah, absolutely battered them, man. Yeah. Scott Allen. Hearts oh, Hearts were really disappointing, man. Um, Hibs just the battered them all over the park, didn't they? Yeah, Hibs are brilliant. No, it seemed very impressed. <laughs> but uh, Hibs are uh, a shot on target and... I was very impressed with that. Watching Scott Allen and watching how well he took that goal, I was like, Terrific goal. Oh, a spoke statement, Ben, my man. Entram and Brown in that position are absolutely brilliant. In front of them, you know, Roderick Armstrong, so many, so much competition. That's a bold statement, mate. I'll put that, I'm going to put a poll up, right, on the, the Twitter uh, tomorrow um, saying. Obviously about Scott Allen, about obviously you made that comment about Scott Allen uh, at Celtic next season. I mean, what was I just saying about Scott Brown might be in his last one or two? You know, yeah, Scott Brown will be a Celtic player next season, but he'll probably be winding down. So get Scott Allen in the team, back in the team, and give him a chance. He's a terrific footballer, he's Scottish, he's a Celtic player. I don't think Rogers fancies him, if I'm being honest, mate. Maybe, maybe he doesn't. I mean, he's obviously, if he, if he did, then... Well, I mean, I just don't know. But I, I want to see Scott Allen get a game for Celtic before he you know, gets sold back to Hibs or whatever happens. Yeah, see he's got Roger's comments that he made on Scott Allen. Yeah, if he sends players out on loan, right, so they can impress and come back, he's impressing at Hibs. So if he comes back and he deserves a shot on the team, he's a good football player. Did you see his comment, uh, Roger's comments on um, Scott Allen? Yeah, no, I don't think um, he basically said, he, see when you're looking at the comments, he was basically saying, ah, it's good to see Scotty's doing well at Hibs. And he, 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 he was basically saying um, that players are just suited to a certain club. And I think Scott Allen's suited to Hibs. So, what do those comments tell you? It looks like Scott Allen will be staying at Hibs. I don't think Rogers fancies him. Uh, look at, so, I, I don't think he'll be back at Celtic next season, mate. I think he'll be staying at the Highbies. And I think. Uh, Scott Alma want to stay at the Highbies, so because Celtic do have a lot of quality in that midfield, you know, and I mean, how does Scott Allen fit in there? They come back and sit on the bench like before, but I, I mean, if it was me, I would be getting back and try to get him into the team. But I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I don't think he will be back. I can't Apparently see it, mate. I can't see it, man. But yeah, it was a, it was a, a it was first half in Edinburgh Derby. It was a non-event. Nothing happened. Then second half, it really did pick up. And a wee thing on Stephen A. Smith. He was shocking, and shocking, and Rangers fans that were actually saying this guy should come back, get a grip of yourself, he is so past it, he is terrible, he is shocking, he's only scored about two goals, right, since he came back up to Scotland, and obviously got got an assist uh, and a goal at the weekend against Partick Thistle, but 
Apart from that, he's done nothing. He's passed it. Because of his name, Stevie Naismith, that's why. And that's the only reason he's getting a game. And I said this, uh, I think it was the first part of 2018 I might have said it on. I'm sure I did. And I was basically saying Stevie Naismith is done. Guy's finished. He is finished. He's, his legs are gone. And Kyle Lafferty, he's proved me wrong. He's been doing, he's had a good season. He's scored goals. But I don't care what anyone says. Naismith is crap. He is. He's crap. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was a sore one for uh, Hearts. So I think Hearts, uh, there's no chance they're going to be finishing above uh, Hibs, that's for sure. Uh, they'll get top six. Uh, I think Hearts have got top six secure. So have uh, Kelly. Just looking at uh, the league table right now. Um, yeah, I would, say, I would say the top six right now is uh, obviously Celtic Rangers, Aberdeen, Hibs, uh, Kelly, Hearts. That's, I don't see Motherwell getting in the top six. I, th- I feel so Motherwell blew it against. Uh, Aki's that was a big one for them they, if they had any chance of finishing the top 6 they had to beat Aki's and they didn't and they were abysmal against Aki's weren't they sorry they were, they were abysmal against Aki's uh, uh, like um, Motherwell uh, I, I, I know I, I was so bored watching that to be honest with you man <laughs> uh, they, they were abysmal they were um, but I'm just like yeah Hibs have been Ever since uh, January, they've really picked up form. They have, and um, I, I, I don't. I think I might be right about this. Um, hold on, I'll go on their recent form. Since they've only lost one game this year, am I right? And that was against um, Hearts in the the cup. I think it is. Maybe I think that maybe I might. Don't quote me in on that one, but. I think that might be the case, but that was a sore one for Hibs uh, against St. Johnson Friday night, wasn't it? A sore one for Hibs? Aye. Um, and a sense of dropping two points? Aye. Marciano getting the red card. That How stupid was that? I don't know. How it's stupid so was that, mate? Cool boy. Marciano, well, I mean, how many times have I said he's been terrific and he's been like a fundamental player at Hibs? Um, and it's, it's a big blow because that could be what, a two match ban or whatever. And that's a big yeah, and St. John's staff you was only um obviously it has to be disappointing to drop uh, two points because obviously they're in the fight for third. But St. John's man, they should have won that. Second half they but they were the better side and towards the end oh, Hibs got extremely lucky, didn't they? With that free kick and then obviously Camabell managed to get a wee save, like managed to grab the ball. And uh, that was a, it was a good save, so it was. Um but Ca- I Camabell done well when he came on, he's a safe pair of hands. No, he's always been. He's been. He's not been great. He's not been. He's, at Rangers, he was poor, but he's he's all right. Nothing special, you know. He's nothing sp- special, but he's all right. Um, but yeah, that was a. Uh, um, uh, I think him will be. 
I seen after the game uh, Gary Parker uh, on his post match interview, and then he was basically saying, obviously they're happy, they're, t- they're happy with a point, but at the same time disappointing because obviously they're in the fight for uh, third. Um, but Aberdeen, um, that was a big big result for them during the week against Kelly. That's a big result, obviously making the semi final uh, against Mullerwell, the Scottish Cup semi final. Because that was a, uh, I think that was Aberdeen's biggest game of the season, if I'm being honest, mate, and they won. You said it earlier, didn't you? They're just so like black and gold. They're so inconsistent. <laughs> you know, you don't know if they won game. They're so hard to predict. I would never put them on my cooking. <laughs> no, don't. Aye. Aye. Uh, Aberdeen, they, they, I think they will. I've said before, they'll get third. That's for sure. I think they've got enough quality to get third. They're still going through, isn't it? So. What, mate? said going through on penalties is still going through. <laughs> <sighs> just showed you. I so, um Aye, but it was a big result. It was for uh, Aberdeen. And that's what just pains me more as well about that loss to Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock, they went way, well over 90 minutes, right? And it, I obviously it went to penalties. And that happened, you know? Rangers still can't beat Kilmarnock, can't, still can't even get a point, you know? Uh, it was a proper, proper slow one. Um, but yeah, just what else uh, has been going on? Um, the Scotland squad... Oh sorry. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Before we go into Scotland squad, um, uh, St Johnson's performance against Dundee or uh, Aberdeen's performance against Dundee, you want to talk about? Aberdeen. It was um. Uh, so what I, when I was watching the highlights, I was thinking, no Aberdeen, not, you know, we're going to beat this team because well Dundee were very, very, very poor, very poor. But Aberdeen's performance felt to me as if, see if we're playing against anybody else, Aberdeen probably would have got beat. That's how bad Dundee are, though. But, I mean, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Dundee are on. They're in very poor form at this moment in time. Did you see what happened there uh, last week after the St Johnson game with Neil McCann and the, the Xander Clark, St Johnson defender? Oh, no, sorry, the St Johnson goalkeeper. Did you see that? No. Uh, no after the game, Xander Clark went up to Neil McCann and he oh, got in his I, face. I, 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 then Neil, McC- Neil, uh, Neil McCann uh, slapped him and raised his hand to him. Uh, it was weird, but I can't raise your hands. You can't you never don't really know. It's hard to see him in the highlights. You never really knew. They explained it. I don't know. It was, it was a weird one. There's nothing really came of it, did it? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Dundee. Like, it seems like Neil McCann's just... He's got a short fuse. Just now, he just seems like... He's under a lot of pressure. And obviously, Dundee lost at the weekend there. And I'm looking at Dundee's form in the last three games. They've lost the last three games, right? And I don't know, like, do you know what? Honestly, I still don't think they'll finish in the playoffs. I think it'll be part of Thistle. I think Thistle will finish in the playoffs. Because Thistle right now, when you look at their form, it's just as bad, isn't it? Obviously, they, they, they got a draw against Aberdeen, which is a good result for them. Pardon me, but... Yeah, it's a good result, but it's yeah, not going to save them. Yeah, Aberdeen just really... Like Aberdeen just that was a big result for them beating Dundee but when you're looking at Thistle's form right now it's it's not good right right. obviously they've they've not won in the last uh, five games they haven't so that's not a good start they've not uh, won an away game for the last 19 or something either, have they? So no 
it's not, it's not good. It's not good reading uh, if you're a Thistle fan. Um, um, that's it. That's the prediction I'm going to make, mate. I think Thistle will finish in the playoffs. Uh, I think that. And Dundee just... Pff, don't know what's going on right now, man. Um, they'll wedge it. They will wedge it. And obviously, Dundee, when Stephen Dundee and uh, Thistle play, that'll be a real big one. Because Ross County, they're out, the, they're out the picture. Right? Even though they're three points behind Thistle... And uh, they got a draw at the weekend there against Hamilton. Ross County, uh, they're, they're gone for me. I've said it all season long. They're gone. County are down. Thistle, Dundee is between those two for the playoffs. Aki's somehow will be staying in the Premier League for another season. Somehow. Don't know how they do it. But they'll be staying in the Premier League. And I... I think Aki seem to score more goals in the team's program as well. Though, so that, that gives them that... Sort of good chance of staying above. One thing I'll give County a bit of praise for at the weekend there, right? They showed pretty decent character, right? Um, to get a point. And as well, they, they had a game plan for Hamilton's go-to guy, David Templeton. They kept him quiet throughout the whole game and obviously Templeton got subbed, uh, subbed off. So they had a, a game plan to nullify David Templeton and that, was, that proved to be very, very effective. So... Yeah, they got that right, but still, it's too little, too late. They should have pulled the trigger on on Coyle earlier on the season. And I've said, you know, my thoughts on Owen Coyle. They should have never appointed the guy in the first place. But now they're paying that price, and they'll be down the championship next season. So, do you want to talk a little bit, a little bit about the championship and St Mirren, how they're absolutely thriving at this moment in time, mate? And I, it's unbelievable how well they've uh, they've done this season under Jack Ross. Well, I'll just say I'll, I'll share my thoughts on. Uh, I should have briefed you in before <laughs> we went on the like obviously done the pod, but I'm just looking at the the, the league table right now. At the start of the season, I said on uh, the pod that St Mirren would win the league, and everyone laughed at me and said Dundee United, nah, Dundee United don't win it. Nah, St St Mirren. Uh, I've been getting a lot of predictions right this season. I said Ross County will go down, and it's looking likely. I said Owen Coyle was going to be a terrific. Uh, I said that Owen Coyle was going to be a horrible appointment, and and I said St Mirren. We've won the league in St Mirren. Terrific season. Unbelievable. And you look at uh, Dundee United right now, mate, I'm looking at the league table. They're sitting third right. They've got two games in hand. That club is is an absolute crisis at this moment in time. They had to sell their training ground because um, they, that just so they could have enough money for next season because they think they'll be in the championship next season. And did you see who they signed uh, during the week? Please tell me you've seen this. Remember Bile Moshni? Be little emotional. Aye. Do you not know, see the Twitter page Pie and Bovro, right? They put up at this tweet and I was howling. Uh, you can see Dundee United, right? They lost to uh, Queen of South at the weekend, right? And obviously they're, they're, they're third on the table and there's no chance they're going to get automatic promotion, right? And they, they put up a tweet saying, have these uh, the Dundee United fans not went through enough? It was like all the bad results I've had and then it was just a big photo of B. Leo Morsney and you're like, can their season get any worse? Oh, what a character B. Leo Morsney was. I do I met him a couple of times. Oh, sorry, I think it might cut out there. Um, I, uh, what a character B. Leo Morsney was. I do I met that guy a couple of times, so I have. Aye. <laughs> he's a cracking guy he came our supporters now out so he did once he was smashing guy in that and uh, I met him the second time I met him he was oh just so lovely and down to earth right but an absolutely shocking footballer shocking <laughs> footballer man <laughs> so bad 
Oh, he was so bad. Do you remember his last game <laughs> against like for Rangers? It was in the playoffs against Motherwell. Where Motherwell beat a six-one uh, on uh, aggregate, right? And then he punched that Motherwell player, Lee Owen. I remember it. Uh, he punched them, right? And I heard a funny story, do you know, right after the game, right? And, and the players went in and showered and that. You know, Morsney was waiting outside the Mullerwell team bus for a square goal with Lee Irwin. <laughs> the guy is an absolute clown, man, honestly. <laughs> oh, so, Dundee United, right? Here's a question, mate. Do you think Dundee United will uh, get promotion in the playoffs? Oh, by the way, do you know who uh, Dundee United also got on an emergency loan? Do you know that Ralston? Aye, aye, aye. Aye, Ralston. Don't you find it funny though that he'll be playing with Bill and Morsney for the rest of the season? Nah, well. He's <laughs> playing with Big Bill and Morsney for the rest of the season. Pure random funny signing, but. Aye, uh, uh, Morsney and Ralston. What, mate? Yeah, Ralston didn't get away from Celtic for some game time. Aye, fuck. I just find that funny though. <laughs> playing with Big Bill and Morsney. Um, but I, what else have we got to talk about? Um, so, Mullerwell, if there's any chance of them top six? Nah, I think Hearts will get the depth compared to Mullerwell. I would say so. And uh, I know it's, uh, the split will be interesting. The, the split will be interesting, so it will be. Um, but, and, but obviously, Mullerwell, like they played well. Oh, we haven't, we haven't spoken about the Celtic game there uh, from the weekend. Uh, what did you make of that? Um, avoid it because I was so Celtic made enough chances to win the game right uh, made enough chances to win the game uh, so we weren't totally underwhelming going forward but it was just wasn't it that normal like chance after chance or good, good clean cut chances that you normally see when Celtic are playing teams and um, the thing that really annoyed me was the Scots <laughs> I was just like I knew you were going to say that I knew you were going to say that He had Ro- I couldn't believe it. It was Rogic and it was Rogic and Roberts, aye. See, I know we're talking about Joey Barton earlier on, mate, right? But Joey Barton made a comment about Scott Sinclair, right? I think this is one thing you still agree on. Joey Barton said Scott Sinclair's terrible. Do you agree? Aye. <laughs> I think you do. Aye, he's terrible. Last season, though, he was brilliant. This season, he's been terrible, right? Aye, he's been terrible. 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 Aye, he's been
But yeah, he's. Don't know what it is with Scott Sinclair. I was speaking at Palamides last night, right? And he was obviously ranting about um, Scott Sinclair, and he th- obviously thinks that Scott Sinclair is just abysmal and he's been terrible this season. And he feels as though he feels as though the reason Scott uh, Scott Sinclair done that was because Sinclair obviously has been getting a lot of crit- criticism this season, and. Scott Sinclair probably thought, right, you know what, I'll score this goal, then I'll run right into the Celtic fans and then they'll all love me again. So Scott Sinclair had a very selfish uh, mindset there. And that game was there for the taking for Celtic. Celtic should have won that game and they never, like, it was there for the taking. And Scott Sinclair, a guy that's short of confidence right now, him and Morales, both really short of confidence at this moment in time. Yeah. But... Standing for them, what a throughout, and obviously scoring in Madabi as well. He has been terrific, uh, so he has McLaren. And uh, is he on loan, do you know, or is that a permanent? I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, he's been he has been terrific. Yeah, he's done well since he's came to the, the Hybies. And um, yeah, like, see, when what was I say that? I see, um, what's his face? I McLaren. He you see it since he's came to him, so I just I'm just I cannot believe how effective he's been for them, especially in the final third. And see ever since uh, January, um I don't know, Hibs have just really kicked on, haven't they? So I'm just looking at I know we spoke about them earlier on, but they really have kicked on. So they have. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant form. Aye, they are man. Is that... yeah, I have to say we can we can push for for the pressure they've got a game in hand as well, am I right? Uh, but, but, uh, yes, they do. I think they do. Um, yes, they do. Actually, they do. And um, I, I know, I know you're saying what you were just saying there about Celtic uh, going off the boil. And Babs, listen. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is with Celtic, but that was just dropping. They've dropped Celtic. Have dropped a lot of silly points this season. Uh, uh. Aye, Celtic have dropped so many silly points, like you know, at home, etc. And. But Celtic are still yet to lose at home under Rodgers and like in Scotland, so I've still got that going for them. Um, but what else have we got to talk about? Um, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Uh, obviously, we um, do our player of the weekend. Uh, from obviously we didn't do a pod for um, the old fun weekend. Um, so we'll do a player from the weekend from uh, the Old Firm weekend and a player of the weekend from that weekend. So the player of the weekend from the Old Firm weekend, my man. Olivia in champ. 
Who'd, who'd you go for? Encham. For the whole family, Kent? Yeah. He's excellent. Just to play as the game went on and just get better and better. Um, my player of the weekend from the whole family, Kent, will be Scott Allen. Oh yeah, before we go, uh, before we like, we still need to talk about Scotland squad, obviously. Um, but yeah, my my so your player of the weekend from the weekend there. Um, I'm gonna say Naismith for his goal. Oh, Naismith. Um, he's been terrible. He's a terrible footballer, but. Yeah, it's a good game. I can't deny it. My player of the weekend. Pro weekend in, in football anyway. I think my weekend, my player of the weekend, would be. Um, I'll probably go for John Jones, Jordan Jones. Yeah, I think it, Jordan Jones from Kilmarnock. He is a terrific, terrific footballer. Um, he was just oh, what a player he is. He was doing all sorts down. Uh, the wing on Saturday against Rangers. He's a t- tremendous, a tremendous talent. So he has, um, and yeah, he's been outstanding. So he has. So I would give it to Jordan Jones, and he is definitely a player I would love to see wearing a blue jersey. So I, you want me to get the Scotland squad up, mate? You, you have a chance to see the Scotland squad. Well, I'll tell you what. I was shocked to see Charlie Mulgrew the captain. Charlie Mulgrew, aye. I mean that was an utter shocker for me. So it was. Mm. Don't know who my captain would be next, like, but it wouldn't be strong crucial. Aye, who who would be right in your choice? Like, who would you give a Scotland captaincy to? No Brown, no Fletcher. Um, not can I say not Charlie McGrew? I would not give it to Charlie McGrew. Not a chance. I would never. I would not give it to Charlie McGrew. No, no, not a chance. Is there better in the team? No, Christoph is not in the team. I do not know why Christoph is not in the team. Because in my opinion, Christoph Berra has been outstanding this season. He right. is, uh, He's the best centre-half Scotland have, right? He's been mm-hmm. the best centre-half in Scotland this season. I have no idea why Christoph Berra is not in that team. Ball goes my mind. I don't know what it is. Michael Stewart made a fantastic point in sports. Uh, no, he put a tweet up actually. Made a, uh, a fantastic point saying Christoph Berra must have lost his phone or he must have uh, vanished or something because he should be in that team. Aye. Yeah, so I'll Aye. get up the, the Scotland squad, mate. Um, do you know how we give the Scotland captaincy to? Aye. Jason Cummings. <laughs> Can't on. Can't on. Um, no, I would. Uh, what, mate? Do you know how I would give it to? I would give it to Christoph Berra. That's what I would give it to. Right. So I'll read out the Scotland squad, right? Jo- team, I know, like, well, for tomorrow, um, I, in general, if it was up to me, I would give it to uh, Christoph Berra, but pardon me, he's not on the team. So tomorrow I would get against Costa Rica. I will give it to. It was up to me. Mulgrew's got it, hasn't he? Did you say? Did you say Charlie Mulgrew's got it? Aye, uh, uh, Kieran Tierney also pulled out, right? So I would probably give it to uh, Andrew Robertson. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know what I think? I think he's obviously when he's, he's picked a lot of young players, which I think the Scotland fans were, were happy with. He's probably just thought, 
still give it to a player with a lot of experience, or well, some experience anyway. And John McGrew's on about 30 odd Scotland caps, so. Mm-hmm. He's got that going for him, it's just not yeah. I know, and he was the one that cost us that uh, cost us a three points against England. <laughs> right, so I'll read out the Scotland squad. Uh, we've got Jordan Archer, Al McGregor, John, uh, John McLaughlin, Barry Douglas, Grant Hantley. Why is Grant Hantley in the team? He's so bad, man. He is so bad, man. He's honestly up there with Fabio Cardozo. He's so crap. Um, Russell Martin, uh, Scott McKenna, Charlie Mulgrew, Callum Patterson, Andrew Robertson, obviously Kieran Tierney pulled out, Stuart Armstrong, Tom Kearney, James Forrest, Ryan Fraser, Kevin McDonald, Dylan McGeoch, that's deserved, he's been outstanding, uh, John McGinn, Callum McGregor, uh, Ken McLean, he's picked up form, um, Scott McTominay is uh he's uh English actually and then he played some Man U so uh he's uh, it's nice to see he actually chose Scotland but um Jamie Murphy, Matt Ritchie, Ryan Christie, my boy Jason Cummings, uh Oliver Oliver McBurney and Matt Phillips. I I think it's a pretty uh, I quite like that squad, mate. It's uh, it's got a, it's got a, a variety, so it does. It's got some SPFL players, some young players. I like it. I I like it. What about you? I definitely like it. The young players he's chosen. I'm happy to see Ryan Christie in the team as well. Been one of Aberdeen's best players this season. Yeah, I'm happy to see Murphy back in the, the fold. What? He's given boys a chance, so I'm I'm impressed with the Scotland squad. Yeah, I, I like it as well. I'm happy Cummings in the team, happy Murphy's in the team, happy um, Big Russell Martin's in the team. Makes sense because Russell Martin is solid. Um, so I don't know how he's going to line up because it'll be a tough game against Costa Rica. Um, they were saying on sports scene they, they think it might be free at the back, but I, I have no idea. I have no idea what they're going to do there. Absolutely no idea. Aye, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a good squad. And I'm, I, as you know, I'm happy to be appointed Alex McLeish, if I'm being honest. Um, so I'm quite happy with that. Um, so I don't know what my team would be for tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's a friendly, so he's going to give lots of boy. He's going to give quite a lot of the boys a chance, which will be which will be good to see. So what what's your prediction against uh, Costa Rica? I'll probably say I think Scotland will go for a. Um, a f- I think Scotland will win three one. Three one. You're right, saying it will be a, a tough game. Pretty sure Costa Rica got to. Like, Quite far away, didn't they? I did. I. I'll, I'll say. I think Scotland. I've got. I don't know. I think Scotland. I've got a chance. Yeah, I would say three one. And who would you start in goals? Right, you've got. You've got the choice of Alan McGregor, uh, John McLaughlin uh, from Hearts. John McLaughlin's had a terrific uh, season. Alan McGregor and Jordan Archer. So who would you go for? I would go John McLaughlin, mate. That's. I think I would go with John McLaughlin. I don't know. Actually, I'm really fussed at the Scotland team at that downfall. As well, I don't really take a lot of interest in the international diploma, they should. Especially yeah. on this podcast. But yeah. I, I would I would go for John McLaughlin. Like, as we're saying about the young boys, um, give the young boys a chance. So I would go for John McLaughlin for sure. And uh, I would give McGregor a wee shot as well, maybe in the second half or whatever. Just to, obviously, he's not been in Scotland uh, side for a long time. So uh, yeah, I would. Do that for sure. 
Um, Scott McKenna, if he was always uh, a well-deserved call-up, he's uh, been terrific for Aberdeen this season. Probably the, their best player. Um, who else? James Forrest, um, uh, he's been terrific for Celtic this season. Um, Jamie Murphy, I uh, I think he deserves it. He's been good. Uh, he's been terrific since coming to Rangers. Um, yeah, I think it's a good squad overall. It is. Um, so, anything else that we need to cover, Ben? I think that's all. What should we do? Predictions for? Uh, in fact, no, we haven't got games this weekend. What I think it's international week. So, I think we've pretty much uh, covered everything. Yeah. Aye. So, um, aye. Uh, as always, guys, uh, take care, and we will see you soon.